Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of January, 2023. Starting in Asia today, in Nepal, the black box has been found of the flight which crashed on Sunday, killing 72 people. The black box and voice recorders are being analysed now, but the cause of the crash is still not known. The co-pilot, Anju Katiwada, was the wife of another pilot for Yeti Airlines, who also died in a crash in 2010. In China, the population has fallen for the first time since 1961, when there was a famine. The birth rate is now the lowest since records began. China's population is 1.41 billion, and India will overtake China as the world's most populous country either this year or next year. Vietnam's president, Nguyen Jun Phuc, has resigned after being accused of corruption by the Communist Party leadership. Fouke was previously Prime Minister. The most powerful position in Vietnam is normally considered to be the General Secretary of the Communist Party, a position that has been held by Nguyen Phu Trong since 2011. Europe... In Norway, a former commander of the Russian Wagner private military company has asked for asylum. The Wagner group is accused of committing war crimes in Africa, Syria and Ukraine. Some reports say that today, in Ukraine, one in four of Russia's fighters are actually members of the Wagner group, and many of them are prisoners who have been promised freedom if they fight in Ukraine for six months. Andrei Medvedev, who is 26, crossed into Norway in the middle of the night and was arrested by Norwegian border guards a few days ago. Medvedev's Norwegian lawyer has said that Medvedev deserted the Wagner group and escaped Ukraine in July, and he is willing to talk about war crimes committed by the group. The founder of Wagner, Yevgeny Prigozhin, has confirmed to the BBC that Medvedev was a former Wagner soldier. Serbia's president, Alexander Vucic, yesterday criticised Russia for encouraging Serbians to join the Wagner group. In Ukraine, the heaviest fighting is still around the city of Bakhmut in the Donetsk region, Last week, Russia's Wagner group probably captured most of the town of Solidar, north of Bakhmut. Out of a normal population of around 72,000 people, only around 2,000 civilians are still left in Bakhmut, where there has been no running water since October. In Dnipro, Ukraine has confirmed that the bodies of 45 people have been found after an apartment building was destroyed by a Russian missile on Sunday. Children are among the dead, and at least 20 people 
are still missing and presumed dead, making this one of the most deadly single attacks on civilians since Russia invaded Ukraine last year. The Netherlands said yesterday that they would send a Patriot air defence system to Ukraine. The United Kingdom, which has promised to send tanks to Ukraine, appears to be encouraging other European countries to also send tanks. Ukraine's First Lady, Olena Zelenska, spoke yesterday in Switzerland at the Davos Economic Forum. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said that the EU would give 18 billion euros of support to Ukraine in 2023. For almost one year now, Ukraine has stunned the world. On that fateful February morning, many predicted that Kyiv would fall in a matter of days. But this did not account for the morale and the physical courage of Ukrainian people. Finland's Prime Minister, Sanna Marin, said that Finland was joining NATO to avoid war. Uh, we want to become a member of, of NATO because we don't ever again want war uh, in Finland. We have been in war with Russia before. Uh, we have uh, very good military capabilities, but we have to make sure that there is all, also that threat that the Article 5 gives, that if a NATO country is, is attacked, others will defend. Africa. In Somalia, at least 26 people have died in an attack on a military base in an area that was recaptured by the military from Al-Shabaab in October. The Somali military and local clans have launched a major offensive against the Islamist jihadist group over the last few months, successfully recapturing the port town of Haredere this week which was controlled by al-Shabaab for 10 years. In Kenya, conservationists have criticised a plan to kill 6 million birds. Kenya's government says that the red-billed kalea birds are invading farms and putting rice harvests under threat. However, some researchers have said that the use of the pesticide fentheon will have a negative effect on the environment, including killing other birds and animals. America's Brazil's Attorney General has filed indictment charges against 39 people for their involvement in the riots at the Senate building two weeks ago. More than a thousand people were arrested during the storming of government buildings, by supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro. However, these are the first to receive official charges. In Venezuela, teachers went on strike yesterday. Teachers in Venezuela currently receive a salary equivalent to around 10 US dollars per month. Last year, Venezuela had an inflation rate of 300%, still the highest inflation rate in the world but less than in previous years. And in Chile, scientists have found fossils of megaraptors. The dinosaurs walked on two legs, could reach eight metres long from head to tail, and were carnivorous, dominating their food chain before becoming extinct 85 million years ago. 
A big thank you to Nadine in Germany for becoming our newest supporter. If you'd like to become a supporter and read the transcripts of every episode, then go to send7.org. If you are a teacher, I have just made a new page for teachers on send7.org. If you'd like to tell us how you use Send7 with your students, then send me a message. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.